0: Welcome to episode 2P54 of the Two Principles Podcast. In this special episode, we take a look back at the past year and share the highlights from all of our conversations with our incredible guests. From everyday principals to mental health therapists to business leaders, we had the privilege to sit down with some amazing individuals and hear their inspiring stories.
1: We share some of our favorite moments and reflect on the incredible inspiration we've heard. We are grateful for our listeners, the people we have met this past year, and all the incredible support we have received. As we look forward to 2024, we want to wish everyone a happy new year and thank you for tuning in each week. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
0: Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators.
1: That's right. We're diving deep into the important stuff the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader. So sit back,
0: relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating
1: world of life and leadership. So whether you're a principal, leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive impact in the world, this podcast is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk
0: inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you.
2: One,
0: two, three, four. Hey Kevin, can you believe we are, we're about one year, pal. A year ago, we at this time, we were talking about Hey, would you ever want to do a pod, podcast? And that's when we kind of started. So we've been, it's been about a year now, pal. What do you think about that?
1: I know, I can't believe it. It's, it's, it is, it's closing in on a year and, and, uh, we're, we're almost to the day where we, that first time we recorded, we were sitting in my garage and, uh, and, and it was very different. So that's been fun.
0: It has, it's been a lot of fun. And as we close out the calendar year here, you know. Uh, we've got a kind of a, a cool episode here today. So, hey, Kevin, are you ready to go today?
1: Absolutely, man. Let's raise that frequency today.
0: Yep, let's go spread some good out into the podcast universe. Excited to be checking in with you today, and we are excited to record this episode with you today. I'm Jason Paris.
1: I'm Kevin Jost.
0: And we are the Two principals.
1: Hey, if this is your first time tuning into the 2P Pod, we appreciate you checking us out. We would love for you to follow, subscribe, and rate our show. Um, spread the word to your friends, family, anybody who listens uh, to podcasts. We really, again, we just want to thank you for uh, tuning in today with us.
0: Absolutely. We always appreciate those that are following, subscribing, and all that good stuff. And Kevin and I, we are just two principles. We are living, breathing principles, and we are just trying to enjoy life, and we are trying to get better each and every day. And that's the reason for our pod. We like to come on, and we like to talk about things that can help both Kevin and I out and hopefully uh, help you out and we are Kevin and I are on our journey and hopefully you are on your journey to a healthier and happier you one step at a time one conversation at a time hey if you ever want to check us out we put out a weekly blog on Sundays you can check out our website twoprinciples.com. Uh very easy quick reads on the blog uh, and you can also check us out on all of our social media uh, X uh, YouTube Instagram I'm forgetting them all TikTok, but you check us out we like to put some good stuff out there again it's all if it, it, we put information out there that we think can uh yeah, good insights good wisdom good things that could help us become better at what we do Kev what is the song that we are going to highlight the year because this is the this, we're going to this we're calling this the kind of our year-end highlights what's the song we're going to go with here oh yeah
1: it's a good skating oh. tune Roller skating tune, I, yeah. Good times by Chic. Is yeah. it Chic or good is it time. Chick? I don't even know.
0: A good times is uh, that's a classic song. You know, think about the year, Kev. It's it is good times, man. We had a good time. I had a good time with you. You and I've learned a lot. I had a good time with the guests. Yeah. Um, I just had a really good time. That's a great. That's a great anthem for our uh, year end. Year end uh, song here, pal. That's that's awesome. Hey, Kev, before we, before we jump into the show here, let's talk a little bit about uh, your favorite part of the show, the random question of the show. And you say that you got a question for me. I got one what for you. What is it? It's yeah. super
1: random and not important. Um, what's your favorite dipping sauce for potatoes? Like fries or mm. tater tots or, yeah. you know, those kinds of kind of thing. Are you a ketchup um, guy? Or are you, a, what is it? What are you?
0: You know what I did? Um... I'm just going to tell you about a, a dipping sauce today that, that I've, uh, I took some uh, barbecue sauce and mm. I took some ranch dressing mm. and I mixed it together and it was really good. But I used that with uh, some of my chicken wings. But if you're going to talk just specifically about, um, uh, you know, French fries. Yeah. Fries. Uh, yeah I like French fries. I, I would say, uh, I would say ketchup, but I put a little, uh, sour cream and I mixed that together. Huh.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: I mix How about
1: you? I mix salsa and sour cream together a lot. Um, I'm I'm just classic ketchup. I like ketchup. my ketchup. I like my ketchup. Yeah, I mean it's every once in a while I'll do like maybe honey mustard or something like that. But um, I'm I'm pretty classic. I like. I that. eat a lot I like of po- I eat a lot of potatoes.
0: Yeah, so do I I love so. potato. Any ketchup I could yeah ketchup on everything. But sometimes I like to put a little bit of that uh, seasoned sour cream and just yeah. kind of mix that together. It's good. Hey, uh, let's talk real quick before, uh, you know, we share the highlights of the last year with our listeners. But when you look back at the the last year, Kevin, what is a memory that you have or something that maybe you've learned that you just want to share with listeners?
1: You know, for me, it's not going to be something, it's not going to be one specific thing that a, that a guest, uh, said, it's, it's more of a theme and, and we talk about it a lot as, as educators. We, we talk about you know the invisible backpack and, and how students come to us um, every single day with different, different scenarios that are happening to them in their lives outside of school. And sitting down with all of these incredibly smart, incredibly uh, motivated professional individuals, we're, we're all just a bunch of big kids. And we, and even adults have invisible backpacks. And, and I think that is so critical to just always remember that when, when we are working with our, our colleagues and, and our friends and our, and our, um, you know, uh, people at work, everyone's on their own journey. Everyone has something that is going on in their life that you're probably not aware of. And, um, I mean, we had some, we had some guests that had some pretty profound experiences that that Mm -hmm. they've shared with us i mean very personal i mean very very personal um and if i didn't sit down and talk with them about that i wouldn't know that about them so just just a theme it's more of a theme i guess yeah for me how about you
0: yeah for me uh, first of all i am just so grateful for a our guests that we've had on the show just just learned so much from all of them and just uh, amazing people and, and grateful for them grateful for our listeners The also piece, Kevin, I'm just grateful for HealthWise, our partner Mm -hmm. here that uh, you and I have been just so incredibly blessed with to be able to partner with HealthWise behavioral health and wellness here and to have access to the holistic practitioners, have access to the mental health therapists and just all the knowledge that you and I have gained. Uh, I know you and I do a lot of reading and, and on all that stuff from the educational, the principal, the leadership side and we spend a lot of time on the mental and physical health of it, but just to have access to just wonderful people, I, I can't tell you uh, how grateful I am for that. And I know you and I talk about that all the time. For me, my biggest thing that I would say, my memory, uh, that's something I've learned, is that everybody is on their own journey. Whatever that looks like, everybody is on their own journey and people are going to figure things out at their time they will figure out when they need to do something or how that's going to look. If it's physical exercise, if it's uh, mental health uh, stuff that that they're working on or doing, if it's stress management, if it's balancing work life, everybody has their own story and their own journey. And that's the biggest thing that I have learned over the course of this year is just that everybody's doing it. You know, everybody there's there's kind of that recipe for success, but everybody kind of tweaks it a little bit differently. And I think you always got to remember that it's okay where you are in your journey, as long as you're putting one step in front of the other and trying to get better at what you do. All right. So, hey, Kevin, let's get this thing started. I hope everybody sits back, relaxes and again, enjoys the episode of the highlights from all of our guests over the past year.
1: Everyone were doing that, um, how is that going to improve educational leadership in your opinion?
3: I think that you'd have more authentic leadership i, I, I think you re- I agree I think we need to push that a little bit harder. I think we need to we need to push space for the teachers and for principals. Superintendents need to push space for the principals to you know to to be able to go reflect on what they're doing to be able to go um, enjoy the things that they enjoy doing um, and give them more freedom to do that instead of that pressure although you know it's interesting because I always feel like within these jobs you kind of feel you almost have this internal pressure of mm-hmm, making sure. sure and so it's it's really hard you know and, it, and it's and sometimes it is lip service sometimes it's not lip service but it's still hard it's still hard to do because people don't want to walk away from their students. I mean, they feel there's a, there's a lot of leaders who put a lot of time into their students and feel like if I walk away, yeah, the superintendents tell me I can walk away from my job and go do something for two days, okay, get out of here, you're doing a great job, or whatever it may be. Take that personal day, really do that personal day, or take time away to spend time with you doing what you wanna do. Navigate you is what I used to say a lot, just try Mm -hmm. to navigate you. Um, But there's that internal pressure then that, you know, I can walk away, and and you know what, I even know that the building's gonna be fine when I come back, I know that it's still gonna be standing. But you know so I think that is self-inflicted right yeah yeah, a lot of it is
1: I mean that's like you said we as leaders, we knew what we were getting into for the most part and and yet we still wanted to do it yeah <laughs> so yeah. I think I, I think you're right, I think there is some of that kind of just self-driven
3: and I, I think. Too, because you talk about balance. I don't know if I don't know if there's such thing as balance. There's right. times when it's really yeah. tough to be balanced because you got all these things going on here at at work, and then there's times when there's a lot of things going on at home that you got. You know, mm-hmm. so it's really that that balance piece doesn't really work as you know, as typical as you'd think it would work. But just being where you are when you are there, mm-hmm. I think, is probably the the key. To to that piece. It's just really enjoying the time when you're in it. Yeah.
4: I think you have to break it down. I think when you when you look at the big goal or picture or the thing that you want to do, it's daunting. So I think if you break it down on like if I just took a baby step, what would that be towards that goal? And just that's the new goal. It's not it's not the ultimate goal yet, but it's that it's that baby step. And so if you can kind of break it down and allow yourself to be a beginner and be a learner, because I think that's what holds us back, right? Like I want me in particular, I want to be the best I can be at this. And so I don't want to fail, so I'm not going to do it. But if I allow myself, which one of my best mentors told me that, be a beginner, be a learner, take a baby step. And even if it's just a half step forward, take it. Try it.
5: I would say putting boundaries in place that allow you to do the things that you want to do that make you the best version of yourself. What do I mean by that? Um, especially as it relates to us as administrators, boundaries. What time are you leaving every day? Make that a non-negotiable. It's been a huge thing for my wife and I, right? Like because it's so easy to stay at work forever. All of a sudden, it becomes 5:30, becomes 6, becomes 6:30, becomes 7. And one of the things that she's been good for me in regards to is saying, I want you home for family dinner at this time. And I know that there's things that we do on a weekly basis with supervisions and whatnot that come up that we have to be committed to. But I've said five o'clock, that's my time. I'm walking out of this building at five o'clock. And I've been pretty good at sticking to that. And it's been a difference maker. Whereas before it was 530 or six, putting up that boundary, simple thing has allowed me to be more present as a husband and a dad. Because all of a sudden, I'm home for an hour and a half or two hours before my kids go to bed. Or otherwise, it was I was walking in the door and putting my kids down to bed. Um, that's one simple boundary. Putting down your phone when you walk into the house for a set amount of time, whatever that is. Like I always have a tendency to check my email at night just to, so I can stay ahead for the next day. But Putting that phone down for a couple hours so that I can be present there is a simple boundary that I have put in place that allows me to be present in those other aspects of my life. Going to bed at a specific time has allowed me to maintain consistency with getting up in the morning and working out. That's a non-negotiable for me because I know how it allows me to attack the day. And even if I've slept for three hours, I've got three kids that are three and a half and under. There's a lot of nights where I'm not getting a whole lot of sleep. I know that if I don't work out, my mental approach to the day is very different than what I do. So me being in bed and not having on Netflix or not and shutting off the TV and putting down my phone and going to sleep allows me to get up in the morning and maintain consistency with working out. That's a boundary that I've put in place that's allowed me to be the best version of myself. So my input to anybody listening is, Start small. Find the boundaries that allow you to do the things that you want to do that allow you to be the best version of yourself. Because if we don't have those boundaries, things get blurred, and we just become, like I said, life becomes chaos. We've talked about it numerous times, but it all smart starts with small boundaries that you put in place. And we could talk a whole podcast about that. Absolutely. Um, but those are, those are three applicable things right there that people can walk away from and, and I hope can apply.
6: Well, I For me, I think one thing that I have found helpful both for myself and with people that I work with is this idea of this idea of being curious okay about yourself meaning that sometimes when we are curious and relaxed, when we put those two things together, we create kind of a a, a feel of receptivity, if you want to say it that way, right? A lot of us are going, going, going. We are, you know, um, have our plans, have our things, have our goals, and and, and all of that and black and white more. But sometimes if you just it is so powerful to just notice something about yourself and say, huh, I wonder what drives that for me. You know, I wonder what, you know, is I wonder what that's about for me and leave it to the wind. I say, you know, it's kind of like a lot of times we're like, if I'm going to ask myself a question, I'm going to find that answer and I'm going to find it now. And it's going to be, you know, so by this open, relaxed and curious stance with yourself, kind of. Um, energy, if you will, with yourself, you you would be so surprised at the things that kind of come your way and the things that you start to discover. Because if you just have something about yourself and you're like, hmm, Geez, I wonder what drives that for me. And, the th- and, and you might be doing something later, and, be, and something comes to you, and you're like, oh my God, that is me doing this because I've always done it that way. And I always thought I should do it that way. But you know what? I never really liked doing it that way in the first place, and I finally realized it. You know, <laughs> it's kind of that kind of thing. So, an open, relaxed, and curious relationship with yourself as a practice, will bring really cool things to start to come to your awareness that you can start to just fetter with a little bit and think about. And that might take you to your next breadcrumb. And then that might take you to your next breadcrumb, you know. But if you're awake and aware, things will cross your path that are meant to get your attention. But if you are not awake and aware, you're not going to see them. You know, you're just going to keep doing that thing, you know. So we want to slow down. We want to get centered in to our own energy. If we're open, relaxed and curious and kind, we have to be kind to ourselves. We are so used to showing up and taking You know, I'm taking roll call with myself, this, that, and the other. Man, I should have done that better. I wasn't quick enough with that. That's me not doing it good enough. I haven't done it good enough for many years. I got to get better at that. Like, that's how we show up with ourselves, right? So... It's kind of like, in a way, our spirit says, oh, my God, don't ask me another question because I'll give you the answer. But you're so hard on us. I'm not going to keep doing this with you. We kind of protect ourselves from ourselves. So in a way, when we start to cultivate a relationship with ourselves that is centered on being curious and relaxed and kind to ourselves, our inner world, our feelings, our thoughts, who we are, the kind of experiences we're moving through. When we do that, the world starts to show up a little differently, and that's all we need. Sometimes the world doesn't even show up differently. Our perspective on things changes, and then that shifts our world.
7: You got to make a plan. Okay. That's the bottom line. What is it that you want to achieve? What are the steps that you will commit yourself to doing to achieve that? How will you monitor yourself? How will you support yourself? Um, and that comes up only because I never in my life did I ever, ever imagine even wanting, let alone, uh, competing in trying to finish a marathon. There's no way I could have just ran and did, I I had to follow a plan. And I think that was a strong metaphor for me anyway of if there's something that I want to change about myself, whether it's anything, family, faith, work, you have to make a clear plan for yourself um and then follow it, monitor it, adjust if necessary um, and then build on some rewards um because through all and all and all a positive change, whether it leads to greater mental health, greater uh you know physical fitness, to me the encompassing thing in all of that is it you it yields happiness. One has to have a degree of happiness. You got to fill that bucket that you have. Um, so, in whatever situation you are in life, uh, you can navigate through the adversity while retaining your sense of well-being, your sense of happiness, and with a plan. I will at least for me, having a plan in a in a clear st- process in which to follow um, that's that's the best case of success or the best chance of success for me. So, rather than just 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 wing it, yeah. Um, have a plan and stick to it.
8: And the reason that's hard is because everyone's so different. Absolutely. But if, you know, they all have a different thing they want to work on. But um, the one bit of advice, I mean, it really comes back to just if you're if you're at that stage of wanting to to do something and you recognize it, is just to try. Just try something. Just be, but don't go into it thinking you're going to perfect it. Go in there, just try it and wing it like just be like a little kid again and explore right that would be my number one thing to do is just um people get so fearful they're not going to do well doing it or whatever or um they they just don't know what they're doing they're winging it just try it just try it and if it doesn't work then just let it go and do something else I think that's really the only thing I can think of it's the thing that's tough as a coach is seeing those that they want to make that there's different stages of change when you're coaching and psychology behind it. But if they're not at that stage of really wanting to make the change, they're just, they're like pre-contemplative. They're not sure. They're just kind of observing. They're not sure if they're ready. That's, it's really depends if you're really ready to try and you just want, you're like right there. Like, I want to try something. Just do it and explore, like have fun with it. That's the thing I think that I don't see as often either As people don't want to have, they don't have much fun doing health. They think health and wellness is deprivation and diets. I mean, and just, you know what I mean? It's just, that does not sound fun to me. And I try to make fun having, you know, doing things and getting in the kitchen, trying new things. Or if it doesn't work out, I've done it on Facebook where I posted like, wow, this cookie recipe failed big time. <laughs> like, but at least we tried. But yeah. um, that would be
9: my fun thing.
1: Dip your toe in the water, right? Right. Okay. Well,
3: yeah, it's tough uh,
9: because, well, one of the benefits is with like, so we go back to s- like schedule and routine is it's not like high school where you're going to school for eight hours straight and then going home. Mm-hmm. You know, you can build the schedule how you want it when your classes are. But with that, having that benefit is you you got to stay disciplined to, to your routine, your schoolwork, eating three meals a day. Um you you can't uh you can't go off the rails right away because as you start to do that and you don't you end up start missing classes you the stress just builds up from there you you got to be able to stay disciplined to a, a schedule and a routine and uh yeah be be smart about it well, this
10: is going to maybe be a disappointing answer but i i want I want us to turn more inward to ourselves for as a resource. I, we we all have inner wisdom and strength and courage, um, and I, I think we're looking too much outside of ourselves a little bit. Um, and when when we find somebody who's a role model or when we find a resource, what's really happening, I think, is the wisdom is us is just recognizing the truth. Of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that we're learning something; we're recognizing something that we already knew. And I want people to skip the middleman and start tuning into their own wisdom. So, I I really encourage people. It's it's not satisfying in the beginning, but it grows over time. To. Um, cultivate some sort of both proactive and reactive breathing practice. A proactive breathing practice being a meditation practice, whether that's five minutes a day or 50 minutes a day. Uh, I really prefer moving meditations. That's any form of movement that really focuses and forces deep breathing. Yoga, Tai Chi, Qigong. I'm going to argue running is is a moving meditation mm-hmm. because you really have to mindfully yep. engage your breathing. Very much, right? very much. Anything that cultivates deep breathing and where you stay conscious of your breathing is a breathing practice. And first of all, it's, it's a two-for-one. It's, it's better than any supplement or any counseling in that you are calming physically the body. It's, it's the only manual control we have over that autonomic nervous system. So it's the only chance we have of shifting manually from, a, from an active, agitated, sympathetic nervous state to a parasympathetic nervous state. And then mentally, when we have a practice that gets us focusing on our breath, every time we're focusing on our breath, we can't obsess and we can't numb, right? Mm -hmm. Every second we're focusing on breath, we're giving our mind a moment of relief. And the more moments that we can give our mind of relief, the better. So I would have them start with a proactive breathing practice, even if it's breathing uh, from the time you walk from the parking lot into your office during the day um, and reactively throughout the day, several times, not taking too long because we're busy and stressed. But can you soften and deepen your breath just a little bit, move on with your day? And five minutes later, can you soften and deepen your breath just a little bit and move on with your day? It doesn't solve your problems and it doesn't create instantly a great mood shift. So we all know we need to breathe for emotional health, but we don't we, we see it as an end point, not a starting point. And um, we get frustrated because it doesn't feel like it's having a great impact, but it is. And it's where we have to start. And if you can continue to develop that breathing practice, what we're really doing is creating space for spirit,
6: for mm-hmm. our
10: higher self to emerge. And that's when the wisdom comes in. The wisdom comes in when we have a calm body and a quiet mind and deep breathing, we make space for wisdom. So when people are trying to cultivate well-being or mental health, we've got to create space for it. And breathing is the way that we do that.
11: I think the big changer for me, and like I said, uh, this advice that I'm, I'm giving people to, to consider and think about, you do have to be ready for it. Like You, you have to be mm-hmm. in the space. And if you're dismissing what I'm saying, it's not because I'm wrong. Because you're not ready, and that's okay. And that's okay. There's things, times when I heard this too. Cause basically I am actually saying stuff that is doctors are saying these are the strategies that help you. I'm not saying like, hey, you should take this magic elixir and it will fix it, right? <laughs> and so you have to to be ready to take this advice. What had what was my so this is weird. I I I I know I look better. I know I look better. And I know I feel better. My goal for years and years and years was, I just wanna look better. I just wanna look better. Mm -hmm. I wanna be able to to fit into that Lululemon stuff that I had years ago, right? And that was never compelling enough. What was really compelling to me and really kinda drew me in was, I don't know if I'm gonna be around for my kit. And you have to find a purpose bigger than I want to look good. Something superficial. Now, I, I I do feel I look better. But that was just kind of um, like, a you know, just an offset of something bigger. But there's a, there's a video of me, and I used to hate seeing it, where I was picking out my youngest daughter, Clea. And I look terrible. And I can actually watch that video and feel the pain in my back because I was so heavy and I was really struggling. And I just remember seeing that and how I'm like, this is not, right for me to be this way and what am I taking away from my kids and I think the when I look at COVID and all that happened a lot of people there's a lot of people say because of COVID and a lot of times I'm like "Mm, was it because of COVID or because of our reaction to COVID it's very different now I know people um, had very different circumstances um, very different situations obviously people lost but I, I, I looked at that time and said okay like I got to fix some things. I got to fix some things or I'm not going to be around long enough for my kids. So when you're thinking about trying to make this change, if you, you have to figure out how to go beyond yourself and when it was my kids and focus on that, that really, I didn't, I all of a sudden I didn't have a choice. I had to fix it. Sure. Right. Whereas like really looking good. Is that really a compelling, like, oh yeah, like I just wanted to look better you know like it's just it's just not it's so superficial and you know and i think it's just kind of like a you know a side effect of doing something for my kids and just having the the time to spend with my kids and feel better and just run around with them and not you know be out of breath and stuff like that really makes a difference so that to me is that was what that was what changed things for me was going beyond a very superficial meaningless thing to something really really important Mm.
12: Well, it, it's a multi-layered answer, too, because my what I want to say is feel it. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Um, make time to feel it. And so that, that would be my first response, is if you have the capacity to sit with it, to sit with it. Um, but that is really scary for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, a lot of people want to do something with it. Um, and so there are ways that... Like say we are in an activated state, we can use the body to mobilize. We can use the body to kind of move that energy through us. So um, I know a lot of times people are like, I can't meditate. I can't meditate. I can't Mm -hmm. sit with my own thoughts. And I'm like, that's fine. Actually, meditating can sometimes be the opposite of what your body's trying to do. If you're really anxious, you're really activated, your body might want to shake It might want to move, it might want to run, it might want to go for a walk, it might need to actually mobilize the energy versus forcing yourself to sit in silence. Your body doesn't know always how to process that when we're just sitting. And so that sometimes, even just knowing that, that you don't just have to sit in silence with your feelings all the time, um, that can really free someone up to be like, oh, I have the ability to get out of it. I know how to move this through me. So I'm actually more comfortable sitting with it now because I know I can get out of it. I know that I'm not stuck here forever. It, it is a really hard question to answer. It's like one thing, but again, I think as humans, we like to make things really complex. Mm-hmm. And so it's good. It's good to make courses into more of that place <laughs> of ease. But I think the one piece of advice that I would give would be to like follow follow the magic, follow what really lights you up follow it brings you joy follow whatever thing it is within you that gives you that like sparkle that gives you that that little boost that like light whatever really lights you up follow that because I think so often when we think about healing we focus so much on the the trauma and the pain and the suffering and the crying on the table and the sobbing in a therapist's office and that's what we think healing looks like and a lot of times it does you know like sometimes we have to do that but if we never reorient to joy we never reorient to the magic we never reorient to what really lights us up um i think we're missing the point so follow the magic
13: i would say it is an understanding have this understanding if you want if not cool but it's what I've come to learn through my experiences today is that for me in my life, mistakes are absolutely necessary. I have to have them. I have to have them, right? What is not necessary is repeating those mistakes. Okay. So make a mistake. Awesome. That's great. That's a great place to be learn from it. And that's where the growth is. Don't repeat it, right? Where Mm. we get into these, these ruts is that we, we get into these poor habits that we continue to make these wrong decisions, these mistakes, if you will, right? Like I've made enough, I've made a lot of mistakes. I mean, enough for all three of us. (laughs) A couple
0: times over, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
13: absolutely. Right. But what I, today, what I understand is like when I make them, I'm excited. I just sure. made a mistake. It's like, but like, what am I going to do with that? What am yeah. I, that's data. Like, what am I going to do with that yeah. data? Am I going to, you know, it's like the best litmus test of where I am spiritually on a daily basis is like riding in a car with me. <laughs> right. Mm. How do I act on the road? Right. Yeah. Cause, cause somebody's going to, you know, it's going to be my turn at a stop sign and someone's going to think it's theirs and they're going to go ahead of me. Like, how yeah. do I react to that? Sure. Right. Or or somebody's merging in the highway and they speed up to cut me off and get in. It's like, how do I react to that? Right. It's like, yeah. you know, when I'm in a good place, I'm just like, cool. Or somebody speeds yeah. and cuts me off. Like, I don't know what maybe their wife is pregnant in the hospital and right. she's having a kid and he's speeding to the hospital. I don't know. Or maybe it's an old person and, and they don't see me. Right. Am I going to curse that person out Would I want somebody cursing my grandma out?
1: Yeah,
13: I hope not. Right. So it's like the biggest, like, how am I acting in my world today? Like what, what, you know, what's that look like? You know, it's like, you know, one of the oldest philosophies and, you know, from Proverbs, it's like you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you you put good into the world. It's going to come back. You put crap into the world. Well, guess what's coming back at you? Crap. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't go outside in my backyard and plat plant cucumbers and say, I can't wait for those strawberries to grow. (laughs) (laughs) And then when cucumbers come up, be like, where are the strawberries? Why are the cucumbers are coming up out of the ground? I I wanted strawberries. Well, you put cucumbers in Jake. Well, I wanted strawberries. That's the same thing, man. Like I want good things to happen to me. So what am I putting out there? Like, you know, like, are are you putting bad out? Well, guess Guess what's coming back to you, yeah. You know, (laughs) and sometimes I need that bad to learn from,
14: yeah.
13: Right, but it's like that's it's there are universal laws. They're just they're part of our reality, right? Whatever this reality is, right? They're 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 rules. There are laws that you know they they happen. You can either pay attention to them, play along in the game, or ignore them and struggle through it. I've done both. Yeah, Yeah. it's way. Yeah. It's way easier to learn the laws and play play, play <laughs> well, that's game. That's good.
1: I,
15: I, find something you enjoy. It's all about, like, find your passion. Find something that's creative. Find something that you are excited about. And the thing is, is that once we start finding something that we enjoy, we get hope. Hope is such a big factor in overall mental health and wellness of saying, okay, once I believe in something, I'm passionate, I'm excited about it. I know I can then take that feeling and I can expand it to other areas, and it gives me that motivation to keep going. And so, looking for something that you're excited about, that you're invested in, that you're passionate about, and finding it can be such a huge thing. And it doesn't have to be like life changing. Ah, like this is you know, <laughs> the you know like the, the the big thing. It could be something as simple as you know you could start with I really like my cup of coffee. Well, okay, okay and then dig deeper. Well, what is that? Well, because I take the time to, to reflect on myself. Great. How do you give yourself a little bit more time to reflect on yourself? Well, I stretch my coffee from five to minutes to ten minutes. Perfect. Small changes like that. And then you can start looking at like what your emotions are telling you and finding what are those things that give you that passion, that joy, so you can keep moving forward and finding things that bring that overall sense of wellness.
1: That's great. I love it. Okay. Okay. Well I tell you. Yeah, let's close it up. Uh Michael, I can't uh I can't thank you enough for being here. Um once again, I'm feeling extremely selfish (laughs) that I was able to be here and experience this and, and take in all this great information. Um I I feel like I am just benefiting from from this um conversation um just as much as I know the listeners are going to. So um, sincerely, genuinely appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to sit down with us um, and share your experience, your wisdom, your knowledge. Um, I know our listeners are going to mm-hmm. benefit. Well,
15: and thank you so much for having me and for doing this. Because as I mentioned before, and I think has been a theme here, is these types of conversations and having people talk about it do so much good. And so, thank you both for having me and for just having this podcast. Yeah,
16: yeah, and I think it goes to there's a saying, you know, look at the f- next step in front of you instead of the whole staircase, mm-hmm. right? It is, it's starting small, a lot of little make big, mm-hmm. right? That's what Dave, mm-hmm. our president or our founder says. And a lot of it is just stepping back and take the time to do you, to, to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Because if you are not taking care of yourself, everybody around you is going to be impacted as well and it's not going to be good. So focus on yourself, you know, be intentional about making yourself better or doing things for you and that's going to have a profound impact on all the people that you touch and that who who you come into contact with. And I think a lot of times we get so caught up in I have a to-do list of 400 things and I've got all these things to do and I got to take care of my kids and I've got to go and, you know, hit the play last night or whatever it is. There's Mm -hmm. all these things. And sometimes you have to step back and just one step at a time. And it's Mm -hmm. really about slowing things down, grounding yourself, finding what's going to, you know, bring your energy level to something that is going to make you a better person and a better leader. And it's about, don't overwhelm yourself. Take take those small steps, right? Focus on that next step, not the whole staircase. So it's all about, um, and enjoy the journey, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's about those memories. Again, I go mm-hmm. back to that, but it's about, this has been a great experience today. And it's something that'll be a core memory for me is to be able to sit with you in this beautiful studio and um, talk to your listener base. And it's a, one of those core memories that I'll always remember and appreciate. and Thank you so much for letting me be part, be a part of this guys.
17: Yeah. So in, in terms of that specific question, um, for, 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 for me, the biggest thing is to think so critically and, 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 and spend so much time on relationships for the sake of relationships for two reasons. One it makes you happy if you actually build strong relationships. At the end of the day, just like leadership is a function of your relationships with your team, you as a person are a function with who you spend time with. Um, and, and so that is crucial. And so set the stage. I mean, lay the seeds for relationships now that could, you know, really pay into a uh, blossom into something really important. Um, whether it's, you know, I, I talk about, for example, you know, my future career in entrepreneurial in, endeavors. One of the reasons why I'm, I'm so excited to kind of start my career at a you know, larger organization is because of the relationships that I will be able to make with my peer group. Um, with among people who are all going down similar career journeys, we all might take different twists and turns here and there, but like, if I ever need anything, for example, I'm trying to go and, you know, raise money or for whether it's for an organization or for a company, um, like it's just easier to do that when you have those relationships set. And so always relentlessly be thinking about your network and, who your friends are and the value that you bring to your friends in terms of, you know, being someone enjoyable to be around. But also, you know, what can you bring to them to ask the right questions and help them, you know, uh, and, and help them think about things and experience things that they may not have if you weren't a part of their life. Um, and, and so that's that's how I think about a really important, a really important component is setting the stage for really strong relationships.
18: Just start. Okay. It doesn't matter what it is; it can be a baby step, it can be a leap, it can whatever. Just start. You owe it to yourself, you owe it to your friends, your family, um, and 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 if that means you're taking a step towards a life change, just start. Because otherwise, you're not gonna head in any direction, probably but down. So, but just start. That just would be start. my advice.
0: Okay, love it.
1: Fantastic, Doc. Truly, I mean, we haven't met before, but um, man, I was just really, really in awe of, of what well, you, thanks for what having you me. had to say.
18: This is awesome. This, I, I, I love what I do, I love people, I love you know, and even the crazy people that we deal with, <laughs> I love them. They're they give me so much, yeah, you know, so yeah,
1: well. Thank you for being open. Thank you for for um, being willing to talk about this stuff. This is These are the conversations that need to happen. And
18: seriously, reach out. Yeah. If you need somebody to talk to and and, and or you need uh, uh, you want to talk some more to me, I'm not a mental health expert, but I've lived it. Reach out. I am good with that. I think, um, you know, the old song, we get by with a little help from our friends? We truly do. Mm-hmm.
19: Well, one thing they could do tomorrow is find just even one moment or two or three to quiet yourself, you know, just to initiate some sort of relationship with just being present with that moment. You know, not even taking on the whole act of what is mindfulness, but literally having a moment where you are paying attention to something in your life on purpose in the present moment. So, go stand in the grass for five minutes you know and just I don't care set your timer like one act of quieting yourself and living your life in that moment and paying attention to whatever is in front of you um I guess and then just be curious about that
20: take the time to listen to people and the organization I think you know, a lot of times we're rushing to give the advice, but listen to see what the real questions are, the issues are that are out there. I say, you know, they always say, you know, God gave it two ears and one mouth for a (laughs) a reason, but I think that is a piece. And then I I think it really is to trust your judgment and intuition. You know, there's a reason why you're thinking things that you're thinking. And, and, uh, and i also you know you know i'm getting away from one thing but i also think establishing relationships with colleagues and friends that can give you honest feedback is huge you got to stay grounded and those people will do that you know i know when something happens if i talk to jason if i need he'll tell me or he'll just listen or he'll you know bring me back down to earth a little bit you know what I mean but sure. you, you need that there's a reason you call those people too because you've established some kind of relationship and trust mm-hmm. and uh yeah I and I think that's the key to surviving any of especially in our type of roles where there's that outside pressure the thing is there is the pressure and it but it ebbs and flows because there, it's also there's no better gig in the it around especially than like a high school principal i mean there, even when there's crap going on you can walk around the corner and somebody's having the best day of their life yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean you know yeah yeah we're, it is yeah you could be somebody could mf you or you know you know yelling at you and you walk around and there's this kid and happy to see you thanking you yeah. for everything you know blah 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 so that's so true you know and it, you got to kind of, you, you know, what is in your makeup? Do you enjoy that? You know what I mean?
9: It's important, too, because we talk about that all the time, and, and I tell my staff that all the time, and that's part of their evaluation all the time. What are you doing? I mean, as long as you continue to learn, you'll have a place here. Uh, because As soon as you think you got it figured out, uh, you know, I'm going to be on you a little bit because yes. you got to grow and learn and get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't have all the answers, uh, but, you know, and, and we can't be afraid to fail. I think that's that's a hugest thing that. in education. Teachers are afraid to fail. Yeah, yeah. and the, sometimes I tell them that when I'm coming in, I'd say, hey, I would say I want to come in. And I want you. I want to. You know, I want you to try something new, and I'm okay with you if it's a big glorious mistake. Yeah. you know, we tell our kids that all the time. How do you learn? Right. You know, you know, you learn through your mistakes. Um, you know, that's how your brain's growing. You know, if you knew it and you could do it the first time, yep. well, then you didn't learn anything. Right. And so I, I think our staff need need a big portion of that too. And, and the Lord knows they watch me make mistakes all the time. So I'm not afraid to make mistakes in front of them. So that's
1: great. That's good. Last question. What would you tell a listener right now? If they were wanting one piece of advice to try to move in the right direction in their overall health and wellness journey, what's one thing that they could maybe implement tomorrow?
9: I, you know what? I, I think so much of that is relational. So I would I would say find your person or find your people, hmm. uh, and and that might mean getting rid of some of your people. You know, f- you know, figure out what you want and then find your people uh, who are doing it, and and let you know join their tribe. You know what I mean? And and get on. With them, and there's so many ways to do that nowadays. That's one another positive about social media. There, you can find people that way, not necessarily next door. But I would say, find those people, get on board with them, and uh, start your mental health or your physical health journey that way so i think that's great
0: i think that's fantastic that very really impactful good. insightful and just yeah find your tribe find that's the people good. that it, what do they say they say you 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 will eventually be surrounded whoever you're surrounding yourself the five right. people you're surrounding yourself that's who you're going well, to be right you're going to yeah. be yeah so i think that's great uh, i Tom. think it's
9: so important to a, a, that other piece you might have to shed something to yeah, yes. yeah that's, great. That, that's okay it's okay yeah. to say you know what i i can't we're, yeah, it's that okay is it. we're gonna I'm gonna move in this so weird. when I started teaching I started teaching by uh, and I just want to bring this up because this has lived with me forever I started teaching uh, you know this guy started teaching next to me his name's Mike Bushy he's a wonderful teacher uh, and so it was my first year there and I remember one of the things he told me he came in and he goes yeah I cannot believe he see, he's told me something positive happened in his classroom and then he looked at me and he goes I can't believe they pay me for this <laughs> And then, so now, fast forward, you know, it's, I think it's been 22 years now. Now I'm his principal and I'm his supervisor. Yeah. And he still tells me all the time, I can't believe they pay me for this. This is crazy. And that's stuck with me forever. Mm-hmm. You know, we are lucky. We get to shape uh, the youth, you know, and it can be ugly and messy. But you know what? There is nothing better when a kid comes back to you and tells you what you did for them, or that yeah. thing you never, you, you don't even remember what you said, but you said that thing and it stuck. And yeah. it changed, it changed their path, you know? Yeah. We are so fortunate in our profession. I don't want people to forget that because we get, we get a lot of crap, you yeah. know? And, and more so now than ever. And it, we can't find teachers because nobody's going into teaching, but it's still a very noble profession. Yeah. You're not gonna get rich, you won't be poor, you can raise your children and stuff. But man, there, there, you will not ever get what we get on a daily basis.
21: I think it's find the positive, like okay. literally find the positive, because there's always a silver lining. And to be honest, like you know, personally in our personal life, my wife and I, we've been through a lot of stuff. You know, it's the last you know few years, you know, with um, just things that we faced, um, with uh, losing loved ones and 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 things like that, and and so like. I've been able to put a lot of things in perspective, mm. you know, like that's what I'm saying like the school's still standing, nope, nobody <laughs> nobody's on fire, like it's all going to be all right and just to put things in perspective. And then I always just kind of like it sounds really cliche, but like look for the good. I mean, look be the good, but look for the good, find the positive. Um it's really easy I think as just part of your human nature to like dwell on the on the things that aren't going mm-hmm. well, but like you always got to look at like what did you accomplish? What did you do? Um, I think, you know, part of, you know, myself, like growing up with, uh, hearing loss, a lot of people don't know, I have, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, hearing disability Mm -hmm. and and, well, some people know like they can't hear, (laughs) like, like I didn't hear you at all, but, uh, (laughs) yeah, you know, like I've really learned the lessons of perseverance, Mm -hmm. uh, overcoming, you know, when I was a kid, I couldn't talk, I couldn't, you know, I had no speech, um, had to have a special ed, uh, services and work, work really hard to learn how to, um, you know say words and pronounce you know sounds and things like that and so like i learned very young like that those lessons of perseverance and like this too shall overcome and and then you just gotta find the good you know like you gotta find the positive even in the in 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 hard times there's always something you just gotta look for the good and if you can't see the good then be the good yeah
22: do something nice for somebody else okay it's as simple as it gets because the rewards are always nice. And the rewards sometimes don't come back immediately, but they come back. I'm Mm -hmm. a I'm a big believer in karma, you know, Mm -hmm. and and you know I think that the karma you put out does does kind of come back at you sometimes, Mm -hmm. and um, you know it's it's uh, and why not and why not and I I I do believe that if you're feeling down, instead of feeling sorry for yourself, help somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's going to help you feel better about yourself, you know. So. As straightforward and it's as simple as it gets. It's, and, it. it's and very, it's sim- very it's simple. Very yeah, yeah.
1: simple. I love it. Hey, I, I think
0: Well, I was just gonna say if 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 listeners, you know, how how if somebody wanted to just get in contact with you about either uh, you know, your book or speaking, um, or just you know, whatever. Yeah. Where, where, where can they find you? And we'll put it in yeah, the we'll show notes yeah, too. Stuff in the show. Yeah, notes. I have a website,
22: yep, uh, JoeSchmidt.com. It has speaking, it has my books, I've got a video series, I've got a uh, you know, I, I, I basically, you know, the way I built this business was kind of like you guys did here. I, I really didn't get into the business to make it a business, but I do have an entrepreneurial side and I thought, well, I might as well make it a business. But I just kind of listened to what people wanted mm-hmm. and, and, you know, people, I started speaking all of a sudden someone said, you ought to write a book. Next thing I, I wrote a book, <laughs> you know, <laughs> both books are bestsellers according to the, the way they quantify bestsellers these days. You know somebody said you ought to you ought to do this so, so yeah, I listen to what people want so now I've got a learning system I've got just different resources and it just keeps me busy and keeps my mind busy and keeps me challenging myself mm-hmm. so so that would be my second piece of advice what are you doing to challenge yourself what are you doing yourself to make yourself better make yourself a better friend to make yourself a better husband to make yourself better at your profession um, you know to make yourself a better golfer whatever yeah. whatever the case. I can't go there. I I always tell my friends, (sighs) people who practice golf are cheating.
19: (laughs) So I think it changes, right? Like I've been doing this now for, this is my 18th year as the principal there. And before that I was assistant principal for four years. And it changed too because of where I was at in life, Right. right? Like as a mom of two kids that were at the school that I was at, it looked very different than now, you know. Mm-hmm. at the age that I'm at and my kids are 27 and 28 yeah. so you know you kind of figure out how to accomplish that and and work through that and so you know there were times where I'd leave early to be able to get to the games that the kids were in or the concerts that they were participating in and then you know once they got to bed then you were up for three four five hours trying to get things done and caught up well now I have the benefit of every day I get to stay there till you know five thirty, six o'clock and six o'clock, then I'm out and then it's going home and spending time with Dean and, you know, connecting that way until he's on to watching a TV show. And then I could pull the computer back out and work for a little bit. (laughs) But I'd say that the six o'clock has been a hard rule and really being intentional with trying to value sleep. I would just say, be true to yourself and live your passion. You live your passion. You're never going to have to work, right? Like, that's, it's great. I have a great gig to get to go to school and, and work with all those kids who are trying to figure themselves out. It's a blast. Every day Mm -hmm. is different. You know, I would just say, um, choose the joy, find the joy in what you do.
1: Choose the joy. Um, so this is
20: actually a really big one. So I actually have to tell a lot of my applicants the same thing a lot. Um, and it's going to sound kind of cold hearted, but sometimes you have to be selfish. Um, like if you are trying to make a decision, like especially if you're not married, you're single, and you're you're an adult now, um, you need to look after yourself, um, and just every once in a while, you just need to be selfish, and just do something that's going to make you happy or set yourself. Self, words are hard. Yeah. Set yourself up for the future. Something like that. Um, that's kind of the biggest thing. And like a lot of kids, obviously, especially here in Minnesota, we're very family oriented. We don't wanna leave family. We don't wanna do something that's gonna make our parents angry, but sometimes you just have to do it.
23: I'll say that, honestly, don't think of things as like this giant five-year picture where, oh, maybe I wanna change my career and do something else. Well, it takes three years or four years to get a degree in that field, or it takes two years to get experience in that field, things like that. Just think of literally what you have to do tomorrow if it's one task at a time, one day at a time, one step at a time, it's not as overwhelming as people might think. And that's the way that I went about it. I had my lock screen right when I first started as like an affirmation. Mm. And I was someone who literally was like, why would, would people sit there and tell themselves things in the mirror? Like, what is that about? <laughs> but it has so much background, like science background mm-hmm. about how it can totally rewire your subconscious, which is the leading factor in how you present yourself, how you feel about yourself, how you sleep, everything, just Mm -hmm. so many things about that. But I put my lock screen as you can program your own mind, and that's just really when I started doing things, you know, don't focus on what you have to do next week when you haven't even done this first task. Just make sure you do this, and then keep going from that one brick at a time. One brick at a time. That's from a Mel Robbins podcast, Mm -hmm. by the way. That's something that we always like like to tell each other too when we were starting out on this journey. But um, one piece of advice for me was don't let fear get in the way of your dreams. Um, I know it's intimidating. I know it's scary to take that leap of faith. But you ultimately won't be having these this tension in your life. You won't be feeling like you need to take a different step in your life if you truly weren't meant to. So just I guess listening to the signs that the universe are giving you and um, just go for it. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Believe in yourself.
24: Uh, I would, something small, you got to start small. Yeah. I think that there's a, uh, what's the phrase paralysis through analysis. Mm-hmm. I think some people get so caught up in, okay, I want to get here and they want to do it in one grandiose step. And you, I mean, you just got to find something small to get. And, I kind of i i remind myself of that because if i have a list of things to do like I, I get the emails and you got the whole email and it's like oh my god i got all these things to go through just start with one and then the one responding to the one email or to the one phone call it's not that bad and it kind of i i feel like it once i've started it kind of energizes you and it's like oh that wasn't bad all right let's go ahead and take care of this thing and let's take care of this thing so I, if you're whatever you're trying to do, whether it's mental health or whether you have an education goal or something like that, just start small and start on the journey and you're going to learn a lot of things along the way.
25: I will tell you this. I don't want them to start tomorrow We're not promised tomorrow. I want them to yeah. start from the second that they hear this information uh, and, and the biggest piece of it is understanding your why and your purpose in life. Um, we are all placed on this earth for something. We all have a mission. We all have something that we need to do, um, to make the world we live in better. We can choose to be to ourselves. We can choose to, um, ignore all of the signs of what we should do and where we should be and the lives we should impact. Um, We can choose to throw it away because I always tell people, man, when you wake up in the morning, every morning you wake up, you get a chance and a choice. You get a chance to make an impact or change somebody's Mm -hmm. life. You get a choice to do that. You can choose to do that. You can choose to ignore it and go on and be self-fulfilling. You can go and choose to uh, throw it all away. Um, But at the end of the day, everybody we come in contact with, we have the ability to – to make a positive impact on them, so find out what your purpose is, uh, find your why, let that be your north star. Continue to tap into it, um, and if it changes a little bit, it's okay. Um, there's that's all that's all about how we grow. Um, when you find something that is a little bit better, take that little bit better, or take that higher road, and um, uh, and sometimes you got to throttle down and move as fast as you can because you're only there for a limited amount of time. Um, but don't always live life throttled down. Sometimes pull back, put on the brake, the emergency brake, sit on the side of the road and watch all the other cars pass because that gives you a little bit of time to be able to reflect on who you are, uh, reflect on if that's the right path and what you're going. Um, And if your North Star changes, accept it um, and go in a different direction because we only got one life and we got to live it to the fullest and live it to the best of our ability. Uh, and leave with no regrets.
26: That's a that's a good question. I think if you're struggling through things a little, to I think it has to start with gratitude. Um, I really believe you got to find something you're grateful for. I I, I, I think um, when you hit your that's why a lot of times it takes rock bottom for people to get there because they don't do a very good job. They don't during that process when they're sinking, they don't realize there's people over here caring about me, and they don't realize there's. Pe- they don't their eyes are so blind to their own struggles that they don't see it and so it, if you're at that phase where at, you, you gotta go back to square one and start to be have some have some gratitude and, mm-hmm. and find things in your life that you're grateful for so at least when you get up you know you got that and then from there like I said find what's your strength you got you gotta find something that is your bit um uh, like me it's my I, I think my mind is my strongest asset I think like I think my resilience and my thing but I think I have a strong I, I always said I God didn't make me I, I had a really hot brother and I was the other brother <laughs> and so I so I knew I got to bank on this sucker to get some progress and I still got married so there's still there's some out there. but I think you have to figure out where your bread's buttered a little bit in life even though when you're in those moments and, and so I think you need gratitude and you got to be able to recognize where your gifts are and I and from that, you got to build and build and build, and and then, um, and especially for younger kids uh, who probably aren't listening to a podcast, but older ones too, um, you got to surround yourself with people that believe in you. I, I think, mm-hmm. and and younger kids can't see the difference between an enabler and a believer. Um, there's a big difference, and sometimes when you're in your rock hard lows, you find the enabler that will keep you there because they're just looking for the same thing where sometimes the hardest person is the believer a- and you sometimes shun the believer when you got to embrace the believer. And, and, and that, that's a hard, that's a hard pill to swallow when you're 15 sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's why they get stuck in that a little bit. But when we talk about that in class too, that they're they're, 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 that's a hard thing to recognize. But if you have people that are sticking with you and believing in you, you gotta take advantage, like use that. And and then, like we talked about with family and all that, then you have a, then you have at least a little foundation that can carry you through those moments. So now, you got ownership, and now you're back at it, and then you can get it. And, and I think that would be the best advice: is have gratitude, figure out what that strength is, what you can bank on, even in your toughest of times, and then surround yourself with people that truly believe in you. And then from that point on, it's your show. You got to do it, and that's, yeah, that's kind of the
1: best advice stuff. I got. That's good stuff. Hey, uh, w- that, Matt, I can't even thank you enough. <laughs> my my head, you kind of you kind of blew my mind a little bit on some stuff there. There's three words that I've been thinking about this whole time, sitting here listening to you, you and I have never met, but character, integrity, and commitment. Mm-hmm. Those are, and, and there's there's probably 20 other adjectives I could throw out there, but but those are the three that have been sticking with me this whole conversation. And here's here's the part that I am just like so like grateful for what you're doing, your message you've talked about, you know, we talked a lot about kids and we talked a lot about football and all this stuff, but you hardly mentioned anything about winning. Right. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. and that's the piece that I absolutely Mm. just have so much respect for you. And, and you're, you're doing it the right way. Kids are clearly in in a better spot because they're interacting with Mm. you. Um, just, I mean, man, just awesome. Like, I, like I really just appreciate th- it. those are the. That's what's coming out of this, and I just so appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. And uh, this has been really enjoyable.
26: Well, I've loved. It. Thanks for asking me. This has been a a, a ton of fun, and I agree. like guess back to my core thing. That's I do think that's all you can control, and. And that's why even like, and I know I'm I talk a lot, but the uh, the play <laughs> the the playoffs. That's that's our whole. I mean, it's step one, step two, step three. Yeah. And I always tell them by accident you win it, and you don't like if you handle your business, you're gonna win a lot more in life than you lose. Yeah. And and how you come back from those in, lo- but we need losses like, or, or wins. Don't feel that. Like. That's the Ted Lasso, but it's true. Yeah. Like I mean, it, so if you always are given a win, that that's not fun. I, I yelled at a bunch of eighth graders yesterday because I'm like, they would always pick teams, and I go, "You ain't very competitive." yeah, like, we are, and I said, "No, you're not." I said, "You all make a super team so you can always yeah. win." I go, "If you truly were friends, you would split up your guys and then mm-hmm. see, so figure out who yep. gets who, and then yeah. you get to talk." I go, "Getting a super team doesn't. There's, doesn't no, make you, there's nothing. Yeah. You don't care. You're not still talking about in the car. You're not." I go, "I go. That's part of it." And so as high school kids, we both, we all work with high school kids. I hope they understand. That's the part that's so hard to get them convinced because so many people are trying to shield them from losses. And yeah. sometimes you need them it, it, because it provides the joy of what victory
12: mm-hmm. really yeah. is. And, yeah. I, and I
26: think sometimes we, we avoid letting those kids experience that group because then they truly, it, it yeah. hits them. Yeah. And that's the good part.
2: Well, turn the key. Uh, start the process, begin, just begin. Uh, I think, uh, we, we look for three point plans, five point plans, seven (laughs) point, we look for buzzwords, we're drawn to them. Uh, here's the deal, uh... The dirt doesn't turn unless the bobcat starts. It's 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 ah, I it's, it. it's I feel like that should be a t shirt. Uh, uh speaking of, we should have raised raise the frequency t shirts. I'm just saying I want the first one. Uh but but I I think uh this process we spend a lot of time running from some of the stuff, yeah. uh whether it's our physical health. I'll give you a great example. Um I I had a physical recently. That doesn't sound like a lot, right? <laughs> uh, that's the first time in 10 years that I uh, th- think I've been to the oh uh, doctor. Uh, or to the, uh, in a physical. Yeah. My point is, I'm running from something that I don't need to be running from, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. My point is, start the process. Ask yourself, why am I avoiding this? Uh, this is preventative. This is helpful. This is, helps me learn and grow. Um, my point is, no matter where you're talking, physical, mental, emotional health... Uh, start that process. And, um, uh, again, sometimes it's putting down a distraction or something that's calling your attention away and just being in your own skin. I love the mindfulness piece, uh, uh, with that, but yeah, yeah just start.
1: That's good. Put on your shoes and get outside. Start yeah.
2: running, right? Yeah.
14: Listen to your inner voice. Because I think a lot of times we, we hear that inner voice and we try and shout it down we try and like rationalize it out. Oh, you know, well that that wouldn't work. That wouldn't be good. And maybe it wouldn't, but just listen to it. See what it has to say and and hold it for a little bit and and believe in yourself. Because you can you know, the the building blocks of who you are, right? You know, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, they're the same building blocks that we have in the in the freaking cosmos, right? You are star stuff. I think Carl Sagan said it you're you're a being of immense potential well embrace that don't don't diminish your own light just it's going to be okay in the end (laughs) there's a beautiful quote by john lennon and it says everything will be okay in the end if it's not okay it's not the end (laughs) i would say what
27: don't do it alone i would say get a group of people i think is the most important thing what I've learned in my wellness and mindful journey is that you have to, you, it is naive of you to think that you can do anything alone. And the fact that if you think that you know best for yourself, that is also another foolish thought. And that's something that took me a long time to figure out is that I thought that I could do all of it on my own, right? Like I thought I could get out of my depression on my own. I thought that I could, um, you know, like get through this weight loss journey on my own. I thought that I could do that all without any help. And what a foolish and insane thought to think that there's not something bigger than you that knows more than you. And for me, that is a group of people. I think that it's super important to have maybe one person that you're super close with. But I think that the more people that are on that journey with you, the the better. I think that if you are looking to become more um, physically fit or look, working on physical wellness, I think that it's super important to find a group of people who are working on that as well. I think if you're looking at getting into your mental health, I think that, Um, I've seen huge benefits with like group therapy sessions, being able to talk to multiple people instead of just one therapist in a room. I think that that is huge. I think that it's important to include as many people as possible in that journey who know what you're going through. I think that that's probably a big part too, is to be able to find a group of people. And it's so scary. Uh, it really is to be able to reach out, And be like, think about like a physical journey. Like when I was, you know, almost 300 pounds, if I would have walked into a gym and been like, Hey, can somebody like help me out? Oh my God, I would have died. (laughs) Uh, But it really, it, it's, it, no, I I don't know how to say like, no one will make fun of you. Like people who have been on the journey that you're going through are not going to they're going to be there to help and support you. Mm-hmm. And so I really think that whatever your journey is, making sure that there's a group of people and it's not just an accountability partner like, hey, if we don't go to the gym, then let's tell on each other, right? It's, it's not accountability like that. It's accountability like we have both been to this dark place and talking about the dark place, bringing light to that place and just moving forward with that. I think that having a group of people is the best thing
21: that you can do. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for joining us for this special episode of the Two Principles podcast. We hope you enjoyed taking a trip down memory lane with us as we revisited some of the most inspiring moments from the past year. We are incredibly grateful for the guests who have shared their stories with us and for all of you who have tuned in to listen.
1: As we look forward to the year ahead, we are excited to continue bringing you more inspiring conversations and valuable insights. From all of us at Two Principles, we wish you a happy new year and hope you continue to find inspiration and motivation in all that you do. Thank you for your support and we can't wait to connect with you again soon. Take care and keep living and leading with purpose.